But we're going to be starting a new series uh, this month uh, called Life Hacks, okay? Um, everybody likes little tips and tricks on how to make life a little bit easier, right? Um, so we're, that's what we're going to do is we're going to be starting a series called Life Hacks, and we're going to be going through the book of Proverbs, okay? Um, this crazy awesome book um, on wisdom, how better way to start the new year, right? Um, and if you don't know a lot about Proverbs, um, I want to just give you just a quick, quick little synopsis, a little background on the book of Proverbs, okay? Um, Proverbs was written by uh, King Solomon, okay? Um, King Solomon was King David's son, um, you know, famous David and Goliath David. Um, it was written by him, and the Bible says that he was the wisest man to ever live. Um, God actually came to Solomon in a dream and said, Solomon, if, if you'll listen, if you'll listen to to, to my commands, you'll, you'll obey me, you'll follow me with your life, I'll give you anything you want. And that's, that's, that's pretty awesome, right? And so, so Solomon, I mean, I, I'm thinking of some things that I would have thought of, but, but Solomon, Solomon could have asked for a lot of things. He could have asked for a long life. He could have asked for wealth. He could have asked for a great kingdom. But he said, God, I want to I lead your people well. So please, God, give me, give me the wisdom to do that. Give me the wisdom to lead your people well. And God was like, Good answer, Solomon. Good job. So he said, I'm going I'm to give you that. Um, I'm going to give you the wisdom, uh, but I'm also going to give you the things that you didn't ask for, and he did. Um, he said, as long as, as long as you'll follow me, um, I'll, I'll give you all those things that you asked for. And so there's a couple things I want to point out real quick with the book of Proverbs. Um, they're, they're Proverbs. Uh, they're, they're a group of, of kind of wise sayings. Okay, does that make sense? So it, there's no narrative that follows through the book of Proverbs. Um, you'll be reading one proverb, and then it'll jump to a completely different topic. kind of goes all over the place. Um, so it's, a, it's this collection of wise sayings that Solomon wrote down uh, for his son so that you know, his son could get that knowledge that God gave him, and then obviously so we could enjoy today. Um, but it's a book of principles, not promises. Okay? And what I mean by that is th this is the way life normally happens. These aren't promises from God, they're, they're principles that if you follow the Proverbs, you'll, you'll get wisdom, and this is, this is the way life normally goes. And I know if you've been in church for a little bit, you've, you've heard of that proverb that, you know, raise up your child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he won't depart from that, right? Um, but but we, all know, we all know kids that sometimes when they get out of the house, they, they kind of go their own way, and they, and they, they take their own path. Um, and, and, and we continue to pray that, man, God would bring them back, but ultimately they have their own own decision to make, right? Um, so Proverbs, so Proverbs are, they're, they're not promises, they're wise sayings, they're the way life normally goes. And so I wanted to kind of clarify that a little bit. Um, and there's two ways that we can actually go through the book of Proverbs, okay? First way is topically. What we can do is we can gather all the different Proverbs based on a topic um, and kind of teach it that way. And that's how we're going to be doing it for this series. Uh, but the other way you can go through Proverbs is just go right through it chapter by chapter, um, how many days are there in January? 31. Good job. 31. Guess how many chapters there are in Proverbs? Yeah, 31 chapters. So, uh, so this is what we're doing. Uh, this is the challenge we're giving our church is that through the month of January, um, regardless of what else you're reading, to read a chapter a day in the book of Proverbs. I mean, who, who wouldn't benefit from some wisdom starting off this new year? Uh, than, than reading through the book of Proverbs. So that's what we're going to be doing. Um, and here's the deal. Some days you'll be reading through the book and, and nothing will really stick out to you, like nothing at all. And that's okay, all right? It's okay that you, you might read a chapter or two and, and nothing really sticks out. When you're looking for treasure, you're not going to find treasure every single day that you're looking for it. Uh, but when you do, and when you get to a verse that really sticks out to you, write it down. And then what I want you to do is I want you to write down an application to that proverb, 
okay? So if you, if you get to a proverb where you're like, man, that's really good, I want you to write it down in a notebook, on your communication card, on a notepad, on your phone, whatever you do to take notes, write down the proverb, and then think about a way that you can actually apply that proverb to your life. Because here's the deal, wisdom isn't just knowledge, okay? Like getting wisdom isn't just reading through the book, getting the knowledge, it's that, that, that's not wisdom. Wisdom is, is applying that knowledge to your life. So, so I would hate for you to, to, to read through the whole book of Proverbs and not be thinking about ways that you can actually apply those Proverbs to your life. Does that make sense? Sound good? All right. So with that said, um, the, the life hack that we're going to start today um, in the book of Proverbs is how to make wise decisions. Okay? How to make wise decisions. Um, I think each and every person in this room would all like to be able to do that, right? Whether you're young or old, we all want to make wise decisions. Um, and so that's what we're going to be talking about today. I mean, I've made, I've made a few decisions in my life. I'm 30-something years old now, um, so I've made a few decisions. And I, I, felt, like, I felt like those decision-making uh, really kind of picked up a lot when I got out of high school. Like, the decisions just became a little more intense and a little more like, man, like, this, this could actually change the direction of my life um, when, I, when I got out of high school. And I, I had this plan. I had made a decision to go to a, a local college to study business and entrepreneurship. I wanted to start my own business, clothing line. I know, weird. But that's what I wanted to do when I was 18. And I was like, I had this plan. Uh, but then a little bit after graduation, my youth pastor gave me this book. Okay? I'm like, oh, thank you for giving me something to read after I just graduated, and I don't ever want to read again. But uh, he gave me this book, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll read it because I respected the guy. And, uh, and so he gave me this book. It was like a 40-day journal. I read through this book, and it started to blow my mind. Um, I, I started looking at my life, and I was like, man, I, I call myself a Christian, but my life actually doesn't look like Christ at all. And so I, I, it just got me, got me thinking about this, and it really started changing my life. And, and over the next six to nine months, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And my, my desires and my plans to, to start a business and, and, and go to this college started to go away. And all I could think about was ministry. I was like, what? Like, what, what is happening here? Like, I, I'm, I'm going to start a business. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great clothing line. Um, like, I, I'm not going to be a pastor. I hate talking in front of people. Like, that's, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, man, this, you get, like, this is totally wrong. Um, but man, like, but, but God changed my heart, and then I, I, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And then within, a, within less than a year, I went to my youth pastor. I'm like, Thanks for giving me that book. Um, uh, you know, and, and I was like, I, I think God wants me to, to be in ministry. And so then, and then that's when these decisions just started like filtering through like, okay, well, I know about three Bible stories, and I know that there's an Old Testament and a New Testament, but I'm not sure what the difference is, so I think I might need an education. Um, you know, so he's like, all right, so go to Bible college. And then, so the decisions just keep going. It's like, okay, well, where do I go to Bible college? You know, do I go here? Do I go there? Do I go there? So all these decisions start, and then you get to Bible college, and then there's more decisions, right? Like, I got, I got a girlfriend in college. Yep, a girlfriend. And then I was like, oh, man, like, you know, that, that, that girlfriend became more serious. And eventually I realized, like, I want to propose to this girl. And I said eventually on purpose. If you want to know what that eventually means, you can ask Nicole later. But eventually I got to the point where I realized I, I, I wanted to, to propose. And then that was another question of, well, how do I propose? Like, and so I called my dad up. Hey, dad. You know, you know I, like, what did you do? You know, uh, and so he told me, and so I, I came up with this plan. But then, then, then after that, so we got married. Awesome. And then, the, and then this next big decision comes up. It's, 
kids, right? Like, do we have kids? When do we have kids? How many kids do we have? And so, and so we make these other decisions. And so, so we decided to have some kids. I came from a smaller family. She came from a bigger family. I'm like, maybe we can meet in the middle somewhere. Um, and so, you know, we, we, we had some kids. And then, so those kids come, and now that apartment is getting pretty small with these kids that are coming in, right? So, so now here's the next big decision, right? I guess we need a bigger place. You know, do we get a bigger apartment? Do we get a, do we get a house? Seems like rent is the same as a mortgage, so maybe we'll get a house. And then, then the decision is, well, where do you buy a house? What town do you live in? How many bedrooms do you need? You know, all these decisions. And then, and then, and then they just keep coming, and they keep coming, and, and then you need a college fund. I'm like, a college fund? Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I know, I'm trying to pay off my college. I need a college fund. They're like, no, for your kids. I'm like, what? I'm like, a college fund for my kids. I was like, I'm still trying to pay off my own college. I'm like, I guess I could throw five bucks towards it. I don't know, like, like if that's going to actually work. But then I need, I, need, uh, I need life insurance, right? You got, and then you got to pick, oh, man, you, need life. You, got, you got a wife? Yeah, yeah, you got a, a, a you know, house? Yeah, you got kids? Okay, you need life insurance. I'm like, well, well how much life insurance do I need? Like, do I, do I need a lot of money? Do I need little money? How, what kind of a term? There's, there, there's like a million different options with life insurance. And then I need, guess what else I need? I need to make a decision about um, a will. Yep, you got to have a will, right? And I'm like, a will? Yeah, my will is to, to pay for my kid's college and pay my mortgage. Like, I don't, I don't have a will yet. I'm like, so, and I'm like, these decisions just keep on coming and keep on coming and keep on coming. I'm like, this, this is life. Like, this, these decisions are not going to stop. And, and it seems like they keep on getting harder. And, 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 and it keeps on making a, a bigger difference in my life. I'm like, I look back in the rearview mirror, and I'm looking over the last 15 years. I'm like, wow. I'm like, that was a lot of decisions. And I think about half of them I did right. You know, I'm like, half the decisions, like marriage, that was a good one. Kids, that was a good one. House, mm, debatable. I don't know. You know what I mean? But, but I look back and I'm like, some of the decisions I made were awesome, some not so awesome. Some I wish, man, I could just, I could just do over, right? Um, and so, so what I was thinking was, so through, through this book, what I want to do is, I think, I think all of us are probably in the same boat with that, right? Like, we, we all wish we could make better decisions. And so what I, what I did was, I, I wanted to pick out six passages from the book of Proverbs that would hopefully help us make wise decisions. So we can have, so starting now, we can maybe have a little less decision-making that we wish we could do over again, okay? Um, so what I want you guys to do, uh, if you have your Bible or your, or your Bible app, is open up to the book of Proverbs. And if you don't know where that is, open up your Bible to the middle. You'll probably hit Psalms, okay? Big book right in the middle if you're not super familiar with the Bible. Starts with a P, kind of weird. But you flip to the end of that, and then that's when you'll hit Proverbs. So we're going to be looking at six different passages. And we're going to start in chapter 3. And we're going to look at verses 5 through 7. I'll give you a second to look it up. Uh, so, here we go. And, then, and here, here's another thing I want you to do, okay? I'm, I'm just asking you guys to do a lot. I know this is very, you're like, oh, man, he's asking us to do a lot here. Um, if, you have, if, you're, if, you're, if you have your Bible and you have some blank space when you first get to the book of Proverbs, that's a great place to take some notes. I love writing in my Bible. don't know about you, but if you do, go ahead and write in your Bible. Maybe take a note on your phone. Um, but what I want you to do is I want you to write making wise decisions, and then that's where I want you to write these six Bible references, okay? Um, because here's the deal. The future you is going to think that you today, January 1st, 2017, that you wrote these down um, so that when you are making those tough decisions, you can, all you have to do is you have to flip back to that book called 
Proverbs, and then there you go. You're like, oh man, I left myself this awesome roadmap to making wise decisions, okay? So I want you to write that down, write down these six references, okay? So the first one, chapter three, verse five through seven, it says, trust in the Lord uh, with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. So that's a a good one. Um, And what I wrote down for that was trust God, not your gut. Okay? Trust God, not your gut. Man, it's so easily, right? We, we, just, we depend on our own understanding for things, um, and it's so easy to do that. And, and when, I, when I look back in the rearview mirror, I realize, man, like, I don't always make the best decisions. Um, so I need to stop trusting in my own understanding, start trusting in God a little bit more, um, and, and start trusting God and not my gut. Okay? So I wrote down three, five through seven. The next one I'm going to write down is 12, 15. Chapter 12, verse 15. So it should just be a few more pages or a few more scrolls, and you'll get to 12.15. And 12.15 says, fools think their own way is right, but the wise listen to others. And here's the deal. I, I can't believe I'm in the Bible right there. It's pretty awesome. But, but when I look back at my bad decisions in life, like, I thought they were pretty good at the time. You know what I mean? Like, all, all, all my past decisions, I look back, and I'm like, ooh, I wish I didn't. At the time... I thought it was a great decision. Like, I was like, man, like, good job, Taylor. You made a, you made a great decision there. Um, but man, like, we, it says the, the fools, you know, fools think their own way is right, but the wise listen to others. And here's the deal. In order for us to listen to others, that means we need to start asking others. And I think that for, for a lot of us, that's, that's tough because we've got this, this culture of, hey, we can do it all on our own. We don't need anybody else um, to, to help us. Uh, but man, the Bible says that we need to be able to do that. And if, if you're married... You'll learn this very quickly, okay? If you're not married, you, you will learn. And if you are married, you've hopefully already learned that, that you're not always right, okay? I, I, I'm still learning this lesson um, that, I, that, I'm, that I'm not always right. Uh, but anyway, so, so fools think their own way is right, but the wise listen to others. Um, so after I write down 1215, I'm going to write down 1412. 1412. Chapter 14, verse 12. And that says... Hey, we're already halfway done, guys. Hey, look at that. Already halfway done. And uh, by the way, I, I didn't mention this before, but we will be getting out a little bit early. I hope no one, no one is disappointed about that. Um, but chapter, 12, verse, uh, chapter 14, verse 12 says, there is a path before each person that seems right. There's a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. <laughs> Whoa, Right? Um, there's a path that seems right, but it ends in death. Here's the deal. Is the decision that you're about to make seem attractive because it's the easy way out? Like, it, is it the easy choice? Um, or is it, is it the choice because it doesn't, it doesn't cause you to make any changes to the way you're living your life? Your, your morality, your lifestyle, your daily choices. Is the, is the decision you're about to make easy? Is it, does, it, does, it keep, does it allow you to stay lazy in your decision? Because here's the deal. Um, the wise choice often requires hard work and self-sacrifice. Okay? Um, the wise choice often requires hard work and self-sacrifice. Um, so that's a good thing to think of uh, when, 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 we're, when we're going through this. There's a path before us that seems right, right? That, that easy way seems right sometimes, but it may not be the wise choice. Um, so after I write down 14, 12, 
I'm going to write down 1522, okay? Chapter 1522, just the next page over in your Bible. And it says this, plans go wrong for lack of advice. Many advisors bring success, okay? Plans go wrong for lack of advice. Many advisors bring success. Here's the deal. When I, when I think about different decisions in my life that, that were ultimate fails, um, I normally tried to do it on my own. Like, I didn't bring anybody else into it. Um, I had this tunnel vision that, like, this is the best way, this is how I do it, and, 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 and that's it. And, and I look at those bad decisions, and normally I didn't bring other people into it. You know, and, and, and it's important that we know that. Like, man, don't, don't try to make big decisions on your own. Bring wise counsel into your life, okay? And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more. Um, so don't try to do it on your own. Um, I can't think of one... I can't think of one, op- one decision in my life that I actually regret doing that I brought other people in on the decision-making. Does that make sense? Like, like when I have a big decision, man, and, and I'll go get some wise counsel from people that maybe are just a little bit farther along in my life, like, I, I don't think I've ever regretted one of those opportunities where, where I've done that. And so, so let's, not, let's not try to do it on our own. Let's bring other people involved in our decision-making sometimes. All right? And that brings us to the last two last two sections, which is going to be in chapter 19. So go ahead and go to 19, and we're going to look at verse 2 and 3. 19, verse 2 and 3. It says, enthusiasm without knowledge is no good. Haste makes mistakes. People ruin their lives by their own foolishness and then are angry at the Lord. Whoa, right? Um, I wrote down for this. Get the facts first, okay? Get the facts first. Um, desire without knowledge isn't good, right? Get the facts first. But here's the deal. We do this all the time. Like, we make decisions based because we're just excited about it, and we're, it's, like, new and, and whatever. Like, we do this with our relationships. Uh, you know, you, you meet a, a guy or a girl, and, you, and you're super excited about it, and you start dating, and then six months later or a year later, like, you actually start to get to know the person, and you realize, man, maybe I should have, like, got to know them a little bit better before we started dating. Or, or we do this with our jobs, right? Like, we'll jump. We'll jump at the opportunity for promotion, right? We'll, we'll jump at the opportunity for a bigger paycheck without even thinking about what kind of a, a impact that's going to have on our family. How many hours we're going to have to put in to get that promotion. You know what I mean? Like, is, is the promotion even even a good fit for my personality. Like, am I going to enjoy this or am I just doing this for the money? Like, we get excited about it and we're like, yeah, promotion. Like, I'm going to jump on it. But without even thinking it, thinking it through of the type of impact it's going to have on our own life personally and our family's life. Um, we do this with our finances, right? Especially during the holidays. We get super excited about the new whatever, you know, and, and we go out and buy it or, or whatever. We get, we get excited about stuff and things, you know, we're in the wealthiest country in the world and we just spend our money like crazy and we love it. And then January comes around and we get our credit card bill. And then we're like, oh, like I was really excited about that when it, I wanted a 4K. I, just, I needed a 4K TV, like I needed it. Um, and, and then we regret it later. Um, so we do this all the time. And not that, not, that st- not that promotions are bad or that stuff is bad, but sometimes, um, sometimes, man, we just, maybe we should just, just think about it a little bit. You know, think about, hey, do I, do I have the money for this? Or do I know this person well enough to start dating them? Um, let, let, let's not let that, because, man, it says haste makes mistakes. 
And then here's the deal. The last part of that verse says, people ruin their lives by their own foolishness, and then they're angry at the Lord. Like, we've done that, where, where we've, we get angry at God. We're like, God, why am I in this situation? Like, why am I in this relationship? Why am I, why am I in so, so much in debt? God, why, like, why are you allowing this to happen? And God's, God's saying, bro, like, I do have a plan for your life. You left that plan when you started making your own decisions, and now you're blaming me? Dude, you're, you've done this yourself. Now, 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 granted, like, dude, I'm right here whenever you want to come back, but, but the situation that, that you've put yourself in, you've put yourself in that situation. I'm sorry, but, but like, you, you've put yourself there. Um, and, but, but we do that. You know what I mean? And so, so man, God, God's always there. He's not leaving you. And, and he does want you to, he does have a plan for you, but, but, we, but we need to follow him. We need to obey him. Um, and that leads me to the, the last reference. And that is, we're going to stay in chapter 19, and we're just going to look at verse 20 and 21. And this is what it says. It says, get all the advice and instruction you can so that you'll be wise the rest of your life. You can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. I mean, we, we all have plans, right? I had plans. I got, we all have plans. But man, if you want a plan that's not going to fail, dude, you need to get on God's plan. And, and you get on God's plan by, by following God, by obeying him, by, by seeking after him in every area of your life, not just the, not just the easy areas like showing up to church on the weekend, but the, the areas Monday through Saturday. Like, that's, that's what it takes to have that plan that, that won't fail. I'm um, like, man, I, when, when it says that, that you follow his instructions, you'll be wise the rest of your life, dude, I want that in my life. Like, I, I want to be, if God lets me to, allows me to be this old hunched over, wrinkly looking, looking guy. Like it, it, like, but, but people say, man, Taylor, he may not be the most attractive guy in the world, but that was the wisest dude I know. Like that's what I want. Like people look at my life, look how he handled his family. Look how he handled his job. Look how he handled his morals, his, his, his career, his, his kids. Look how he took after them. Like that's that's what I want, you know? I, I, I want that when I'm old, if, I, if I'm able to get old. Um, and so, and, and that's what, what God wants for us. And so, so what my hope is that, that those six references uh, will help us to make wise decisions, okay? And I hope you wrote those down. And what I want to do is um, I want to close with this. Um, I want to give you guys four quick questions to ask yourself based off of those six verses we just went over. Um, when you come to this decision, and trust me, your future self will thank yourself right now that you wrote down these four questions, because when you get to the point in your life where you need to make those big decisions, you're going to be glad that you did. Um, so we're going to have four questions that I want you to ask yourself when making big decisions, okay? Um, first one's pretty easy. It says, what does God's word say? Okay? You're faced with a big decision in your life. What does God's word say about it? What, what does it say about it? Because here's the deal. If it's clear in Scripture, the decision that you're supposed to make, bro, there's your answer. Like, you can just stop right there. That's your answer. If, it, if, if God makes it really clear in Scripture, then, then there's your answer. You don't need to do anything else. Stop right there. Um, but here's the deal. Some of us don't stop right there, right? Because it may be clear in God's, in God's Word, but, but we, we, we pull off this, this, hmm, God just hasn't put it on my heart yet. You know, like, like I just, I don't feel, I don't feel like that's what God wants me to do. 
Like, if you're, you known somebody, maybe that's you and that's why it's quiet, but you're like, you're like I, I, I just don't feel like that's what God's telling me to do. And, I, and with all due respect, okay, and I'm, I'm saying with all due respect, um, I don't care how you feel. Like, I don't, I don't care how you feel because if, 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 it, if it's in God's word, dude, that's, then, then we do it. If you're, if you're a follower of Jesus and it's clear in his word, then, then there's our answer. All right, so that's the first one we need to ask when we're making a wise decision. The second one we need, question we need to ask is, um, what do godly people say? What do godly people say? And, and emphasis on the godly, okay? Because your, your best friend and your family may not be the best people to ask. That They might, but, but they might not. Um, because people that are like us, well, they like us, and, and they they're normally agree with us. Um, so so your, your best friend, you know, may not be the best person to ask. Um, for me, like, I always look for people that are just kind of maybe one, one or two stages in life, um, you know, farther than me. You know, somebody a little older, um, you know, like Pastor Ken or Pastor Sean, somebody a little older than me, you know? Um, like, I'll, 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 go to, I'll go to somebody that's, you know, that, that, that they've got kids that are grown, they've got kids that are a little older, and the fact is, you don't, you don't have to know them very, very well in order to get, get input from somebody that's, that's wise. You know, maybe it's somebody in your life group. Um, that could be the person that you ask, or maybe it's your life group leader. And, and all you have to do is, man, hey, I'm, I'm going through this with my family. I'm going through this with my kids. I'd, I'd love your input on this. Um, and, and that can make all the difference in the world. Because um, here's the deal. We'll, we'll do this in every other area of our life, right? Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get wise advice. Um, you, you, you come upon a great inheritance from a family member. Dude, you're not just going to wing it with that money. You're going to go get a financial advisor, right? Like, you're going to go get somebody that's going to help you manage that money that you have. You know, when your car starts making crazy noises, you're not going to just, eh, it'll, it'll fine, it'll probably go away. No, you're going to go get a mechanic, right? You're going to go find somebody that knows what they're doing uh, to help you with that. So why would we be doing anything different with the big decisions in our life, okay? But sometimes, maybe it's not clear in God's Word or, um, and, 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 he, and it's still not clear with godly advice, um, then we're going to go to number three. And that says, have you prayed about it? That's a good one, right? Have you prayed about it? How much time have you spent asking God what decision would be the best decision to make? How, 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 much have you, how many times have you done that? Um, because here's the deal. God's Holy Spirit will never contradict God's Word, okay? God's Spirit will never contradict His Word and seldomly contradict godly advice, okay? So I want you to think about that. So number three, have you prayed about it? Here's the deal. There's a number four, okay? Uh, and, if, and if sometimes, man, sometimes, like, you still just, ah, oh, like, I've prayed about it. I've asked people about it. Like, there's nothing clear in God's Word. I still don't know what to do. Here's number four. Number four is for you. Um, what do I want to do, okay? Pretty simple. What, what do I want to do? Like, what, what, in, in that decision, what would you regret not doing? Think about it. What would you regret not doing? I mean, when I was, when I was trying to decide where, where to do ministry, like, I, dude, I, I like, didn't, couldn't find a verse on it about where I should, where I should do ministry. Um, I, I got godly advice from people, and they're like, you know, both sides, like, oh, well, there's benefits here, there's benefits there, and I'm like, okay, not helping, uh, I prayed about it, you know, I, God, and I was like, oh, God, just make one, like, glow in my head more than the other, you know, or, like, give me, give me something to help me decide, and, and, and nothing, and, and, and I've, I, I had a, a pastor tell me, he's like, well, Taylor, what do you, 
what do you want to do? Like, what, are you, what are you most passionate about? You know, where, where do you want to live? And I was like, hmm, never thought it would be that easy. But, but here's the deal. This, this is what we need to think about, though, is that a lot of times we take number four and we make it number one. Okay? And I think that's where we make a mistake sometimes. Um, we take number four of what do I want to do, and we, we nix questions one, two, and three, and we just think of, hey, what, what, what do I want to do? Um, so that's important not to do. Make sure number four is the last one. But it, it may just be, dude, God, God wants you to, a choice. You know, you got some guardrails. You're living within those guardrails, and, 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 he, and he doesn't care. Make a choice. What are you most passionate about? But that's number four. And so I want to close, you, close with this. Hopefully those four questions helped. Um, but here's the deal. Um, it's not what decision that God is going to bless. It's what kind of life am I living that God is going to bless. Like he's not, he's not blessing the decisions in your life. He's blessing the type of life that you're living. And I think that's what I wanted us to close on. Um, he's not going to bless those decisions. He's blessing the type of life that we're living. And the fact is, regardless of how old you are, it's never too late to start. Um, that's it. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for your love. Um, thank you for the opportunity that we have to come here and start this new year um, getting some wisdom from your word. Um, God, I'm so thankful uh, for the book of Proverbs and, and what you taught me over this last week. And God, I pray that as we start to face these, these decisions in our life, big decisions and small decisions, God, I pray that we'll, we'll look back um, on, these, on these references in the book of Proverbs um, and we'll get some wisdom. Um, and, and that it won't just stay um, knowledge in our head, but we'll find ways to practically apply the book of Proverbs to our lives. Um, and God, that when we, when we face these decisions, we'll ask ourselves these questions, and hopefully going forward, we'll be able to make some wiser decisions. We'll have a few less regrets and make a few better decisions going forward. God, we love you. Thank you so much for loving us, even though we don't deserve it. Um, we give you this day and this year, and we pray these things in your name. Amen.